Hello everyone, welcome to Narcissism Recovery Podcast, produced by the Magnolia Healing Center. I'm your host, Yitz Epstein. In this podcast, we will be delving into topics related to narcissistic abuse, codependency, childhood wounds, childhood trauma, mental illness, and all things narcissism. The purpose of this podcast is to bring widespread awareness and healing to the global epidemic of narcissism and codependency. It is my hopes that with this podcast, we can collectively create an environment of health and healing for you, the individual, and for the world at large. Let's begin. Hello, everyone. Welcome to today's episode. Today, we'll be discussing relationships as a mirror. So one of the most powerful life lessons that I've learned was that relationships act as a mirror and are a way to gain insight into yourself, into your past, into your psyche, relationship patterns, and wounds. So it is nearly impossible to see yourself from your own perspective. And this is why we need people to show us as mirrors how we show up and ultimately what needs healing within. So obviously, because we are so close to ourselves, we are in our own uh, existence, it's hard to get a perspective, get, get insight. And therefore, these the relationships that are in our life, specifically intimate relationships, uh, they act as that. They act as a mirror. And if you pay attention closely, you can learn just so much about yourself and about what needs healing and correcting inwardly. So some of the most accurate mirrors show up in our lives in the form of an intimate relationship. Uh, they really, they, they show us some of the deepest parts of ourself. They show us our wounds, our pain, uh, our unconscious drives. They show us our relationship patterns, both healthy and the faulty ones. You know, they also also show us the good things. They show us who we are, how unconditionally loved we are. They show us our, our eternally loved self. So they, they show us really, they show us so much about ourselves. That's why it's so important to pay attention to our intimate relationships and see them from a perspective. Okay, you know, what is it showing me about myself so I can ultimately correct it inwardly and become healthy, whole, and my highest self? So it's this is for this particular reason why intimacy is such an important element of our growth, of our healing, and really our lives. You know, they show us those deepest elements of ourself and they open us up and make us vulnerable in a way that really forces us to confront the deepest wounds we have and the elements of ourself that need our attention, uh, that need our focus for our healing. So you may ask the question, okay, well, you know, if my partner is exploitive, gaslighting me, you know, narcissistic, controlling, uh, how is that an accurate mirror, right? What is that showing me about myself? Now, what I mean by mirror, it's important to understand that that mirror, in essence, it's not necessarily showing you you. It's showing you how you show up to the world, uh, your energy you put out into the universe, the maybe faulty relationship patterns that need healing, uh, the reactions that get triggered uh, that are stemming from deep wounds, the types of people we attract or are attracted to, you know, the unmet needs of childhood, and uh, you know the relationships that, that let leave us clingy or codependent or intimacy avoidant. Uh, they also show us the perceptions of ourself and of the world that are inaccurate and that, that need correcting. So there's so much information. There's really just a wealth of information that intimate relationships offer us, but we have to be willing to face it. We have to be willing to learn. And this takes the humility to know that we always play a role in our dysfunction. It's not necessarily who's the bad guy or who's at fault. It's just ultimately how am I choosing this in some way? And when we're able to step away from ourselves and our immediate reactions and gain clarity, we're able to, in essence, if we're able to put down our defense mechanisms that are protecting us from facing these things, we're really able to truly get to know ourselves, And uh, this leads to more happiness, growth, and, uh, and healing. So intimate relationships are, in essence, the ultimate confrontation. They're confrontation with yourself. And by intimate relationships, I don't necessarily mean committed intimate relationships. For example, intimacy is which in essence is just closeness can be experienced through a friend, a family member, uh, even a therapist or a coach, or, you know, sometimes even a perfect stranger. So anyone who gets close 
to you and is able to kind of get past your defenses, defense mechanisms, uh, in essence will force you to either have a trauma response where you defend or you shut down or you avoid, you, you fight or attack, right? But the idea is to take a step out of it and be like, okay, how am I showing up? You know, the goal is to use these relationships to face herself and ultimately heal. So most people enter into relationships for the good parts, right? We see the fun, the good times, the bliss, and the, all the positive emotions, the attention, the affection. Um, but as a result of this, there really is an unrealistic expectation of relationships. And oftentimes, when the tough times show up, when the difficult times uh, get triggered, you know, our pain gets our, gets activated, uh, we start to think, oh, maybe we failed, or maybe we found the wrong person, or maybe we're not ready for a relationship, or maybe we're just not good at relationships, right? So in reality, relationships are not random. I do not believe that there's any relationships in our lives that come that are random. Ultimately, regardless of the relationship that it is that we find ourselves in, there's always a chance to reflect, to look at them, and ultimately learn and, and grow. So mature and healthy interdependent relationships are always going to be a mix of, of good and bad. And they're always a place of learning, you know, making mistakes and, and forgiveness and ultimately growing. So my rule of thumb when it comes to relationships is as follows. Anything that triggers you, you know, anyone who forces you to face yourself is, in my opinion, considered an intimate uh, partnership, intimate, intimate relationship and, and a growth partner. Uh, in essence, they are sent to wake up the parts of ourselves that we have long forgotten and, you know, we're defended against or attempting to deny from our consciousness. So through these people, you know, acting as messengers, these situations that we find ourselves in, what it's doing is it's waking up old, old pain, and it's forcing us to come to new levels of self-awareness, healing, and as a result of that, um, you know, more inner peace, happiness, growth, and, and self-awareness. So when we take a look at our relationships, and we feel frustrated, we feel like a victim, you know, we feel like, oh, maybe my partner's incompetent, we start to judge and blame, you know, um, we feel victimized by life or oftentimes we blame ourselves, you know, you know, I'm not lovable or I'm not good at relationships or, you know, we just, we miss the point of an intimate relationship uh, and relationships in general, which, uh, and we avoid the fundamental core purpose of what relationships are designed for, which is to uh, help us grow, you know, help us heal and become the most authentic, happy and present moment uh, and evolved self. So in whatever relationship you have, there's going to be a struggle. And, and, and ultimately we want to have an expectation of, okay, what am I, what is this relationship teaching me and how can I learn from those things so that I can become a better version of myself? So if in relationships, specifically intimate relationships where two people are coming together, you know, there's almost always going to be shadows, unresolved wounds, relationship patterns that need healing. So if you can find a way to connect over that and create space for each other, a non-judgmental and acceptance uh, inner healing relationship, what that does is that allows both partners to show up whole. Um, and ultimately, if you can reflect back to your partner as a mirror, how they show up with compassion and allow them to feel, uh, or I should say, allow them to see within themselves when he's correcting, really can create a powerful healing relationship. So I, to anybody who is in a relationship and it's a struggle, you know, the way I see it is, is that, is that leaving this partner and going to another partner isn't necessarily going to solve the issue. Being single may not solve the issue either, being alone. Uh, the goal is to identify, is this relationship helping me grow? Am I getting accurate mirroring? Can I communicate? And through that, am I gaining more insight into myself as well as uh, growing? If that's the case, then these relationships, uh, regardless of how they show up, are powerful and important and by design in order to help you truly face yourself and heal. I want to finish off with a quote. Uh, this is one that I made myself. It goes like this. Relationships are a mirror. The narcissistic abuser would like to destroy the mirror. The codependent aims to fix the mirror. The goal is to use the mirror to correct what needs healing inwardly. So relationships... The good, the bad, the ugly, they are there in your life for a specific reason. They are manifested, they are attracted, 
into your life for a specific reason. And when we want to have those ultimately incredible, fulfilling relationships, sometimes we gotta go through that struggle so can we get wholeness? And that's what I believe is why we attract narcissists because what they're doing is they're just ripping open your wounds. You know, narcissists will poke at your wounds and, and really just act as a mirror for those wounds. So even having a narcissistically abusive relationship uh, doesn't mean it's, you know, your bad relationships or you're just, you're not good enough. Ultimately what it means is that they're reflecting back to you as a mirror, what needs healing within. So if you go inwardly and you heal that part of yourself that's attracting these perpetrators, you will ultimately become whole. You will take responsibility for those parts of yourself nurture yourself to wholeness. And ultimately, uh, as a result of that, you won't be fragmented and you will not attract a narcissistic perpetrator. So uh, ultimately, we want to use our relationships as a mirror so we can become whole. And when we are whole, we are independent, we are happy, we are healthy. And that is how we attract other people who are also happy, whole, and healthy. And that's how we create interdependence. So if this resonates with you and you're finding yourself struggling in your intimate relationships, maybe avoidant or, or combative, you know, your trauma responses are acting up, uh, you know, ultimately, if you're in a toxic, dangerous situation. I'm not suggesting stick around and use that as a mirror. Obviously, we want to get safety. Um, but it's important to ask yourself questions like, hey, is this relationship serving me? Is it helping me grow? And even if it's uncomfortable or difficult, oftentimes, those are the kinds of relationships that really bring us to the awareness we need to heal. So I'd be honored to assist you in this process and act as your intimate and growth partner uh, through my uh, healing journey that I offer. So if this is something that you are interested in, please feel free to reach out and take advantage of that. I offer a free consultation, so reach out and discuss how I can be of service to you on your healing journey. My email is yitz, Y-I-T-Z, at magnoliahealingcenter.com. My phone, 818-210-6049. I want to thank you all so much for joining me for today's episode. Until next time, all the best.